Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And a pull-up right side by Grant off the mark. Pulled down by Vooch. Ball game over. Bulls win. Bulls win. Bulls win. Time to dance in the Rose City of Portland, Oregon. 104.96, Bull. Gabe Ramirez, nine-year NFL vet Clay Harbor here on 670 Score. Bulls took care of business last night. 104.96. Had a couple of scares. Portland Trailblazers, you know. Not very good. Well, but they still got players. You know? I mean, they're NBA players. You know, it's just like the NFL, like any given night. But I mean, it's the worst offense in the league. Um, I think it, they were still trying to figure it out. You, know, you got a DeAndre Aiden, Simons, Jeremy Grant. Yeah. I mean, Scoot Henderson just needs to be more confident. Like, they have a decent team. Got thirteen wins. I, I'll tell you right now. I I, I bet I bet uh, Portland Trailblazers plus nine and a half against the Seventy Sixers tonight. No Joel Embiid. I just think they're a try hard team. Yeah, um, I mean, I, I don't mind that. And and hopefully the Bulls uh, continue. Uh, to put in that max effort and not only be that try-hard team, but but be a team that can kind of figure out their identity so that that way, moving forward, um, they can put out the best product they possibly can. And to discuss the future of the Chicago Bulls, the present of the Chicago Bulls, we get to talk to our next guest. And he joins us on our guest hotline, presented by Circus Sports Illinois. Of course, we all know him. Clay and I were talking about him a ton. Um before on on memories and things of that nature uh but we are welcoming sam smith to the show sam welcome welcome uh, good to talk to you again uh caleb williams yeah that's the answer (laughs) i i assume you're asking everybody in chicago so i you know i don't want to ruin your programming for the next three months but (laughs) that's what they're doing that's the way to get the ratings up, Sam. But do you think that's what they should do, Sam? You said that's what they're doing, but what do you think they should do? Uh-oh. That's what they're doing. I'll tell you the dirty little secret about sports executives. Um, I know fans like to believe it's about winning a title. It's really, I mean, it, obviously the team would like to, uh, but the, uh, there's only a few, you know, Red Arback and uh, Jerry, you know, um, Jerry West, 
uh, probably branch Ricky in baseball goes back a while. Uh, but executives will first do what uh, ensures their best, most job security. <laughs> and Caleb Williams does that because even if it's a mistake, you know, if, if uh, Fields goes somewhere and like goes, you know, goes to the Super Bowl, at least they've saved their owner. That's what they say: four years of having to pay the guy, and so give us a chance. So he does the most to extend their ability to keep the job. Yeah. So that that's why they'll they'll that's why every GM now in the league uh, would pick him first. I mean, it's, you know, unless the other guy from North Carolina or the LSU is better, but they'll pick. The, you know, one of those guys. Yeah. They, they they won't yeah. stay with Fields. I, I like. I think Fields is just as good or better than the Baltimore quarterback, but they're not gonna they're not gonna stay with him yeah. because it, it's going to cost too much. And there's too much there's too much downside for the GM to r- take that risk. I love that Sam and I think the same. Like we think in actual realities and saying. What so, uh, will do. <laughs> but like I said, I, I, I you know, I don't want to ruin your programming for the next no, three months no. because I know that's what you guys no. will have to discuss. I love it. I'm going to cut so. that. I'm going to cut that up, Sam, and then you play it on my show. This Williams. <laughs> um, there's a lot of people trying to to do the right thing in Chicago, especially for the Bulls with AK Mark Eversley, and you know what the future of this Bulls team will look like, Sam. And, you know, it seems like the saga of Zach Levine has had so many narratives, you know, over the last couple of months, where he'll go, who wants him, who doesn't want him, what the price is going to be, is he going to be a bull, you know, even after the trade deadline. What do you think is going to happen? I mean, with a guy like Zach Levine, because yeah, the possibility they, still got, exists. Really, they've gotten themselves in a real difficult situation. Uh, you know, not really, you know, on some level, you know, like the Bears in, in that way, you know, with Zach. And I'm a fan of Zach's, have been since the trade. You know, when they made the trade for Jimmy, I said right away, you know, the key to this trade is Zach Levine. He, you know, he's he's athletic star level, fits with the modern NBA. You know, but we've all had those situations where, where you know, somebody just falls out of love with you. <laughs> and when they do, it doesn't matter how great you are, how good looking you are. They're just not in love anymore. And mm. That's where it is, you know, and why it's happened and, you know, there's reasons and, you know, some of which we know, probably most of which we don't. And, you know, so I think a parting, you know, from my view, unfortunately, is inevitable. Uh, The problem is, you know, I know fans look at things, media, a lot of people understand it from, you know, sort of a fantasy sports perspective well this guy's an all-star we got to get you know no it doesn't there's too much financial issue into it zach's three years on the maximum deal you know and good for him you know and i think that's why you see him smiling all the time no matter the circumstances (laughs) is it's 45 i think it averages 48 million for the next three years after this and so put yourself in the situation of another team I, i i think zach's a high level talent and you know the the coaching situation didn't, you know, play toward him. They played more toward DeMar. So, you know, things could change. But, and, and you know, unfortunately, you know, because he's paid, you know, and that's sort of the way sports work, because he's paid that, everyone expects him to be, you know, the number one, like a number one starter in baseball. He's not. He's, he's like the number two or three pitcher. You know, he, he, the Bulls don't have a number one pitcher. So, you know, they say, well, he's the best guy. He has to be. Um but if you put yourself, like I say, in the other position of the team, they say, okay, we want to, do we, 
we've got to pay this guy $48 million for the next three years, and he's had two knee surgeries. You know, I, can I go to my owner and, and, and back this? And so that's why I think what the Bulls are finding is when they – I think a lot of teams want him, but I think they're saying, you know what, for us to take him, you've got to give us a couple of first-round picks. And I think fans are like, yeah. what? We got to get first round. <laughs> we're not getting Zach plus for you know we're not getting so and so plus first round picks. So I think it's a really difficult situation. And while I thought all season because of the disconnect that he would be traded, I'm beginning to think he won't be next. You know, February eighth is an NBA trade deadline. I'm beginning to think it'll extend to the summer, even though I think it'll be better for it would be better for the team. You know, sort of the Jerry Krause, you know, thing about. Addition by subtraction, you know, Michael was managerial a lot in the 80s about trading, you know, better players for future draft picks. Uh, and that was a lot of the genesis of the issues and Michael's criticism. And, you know, it, it worked out. They got Scottie Pippen. They got Horace Grant. Yeah. Uh, B.J. Armstrong, Stacey, you know, they got the foundation of championship teams. But, in you know, uh, it, it, that day, it doesn't look so good. Yeah. And I, I, the thing with me with, with Zach Levine is his record with the Bulls is 156 and 218. And this year, they're 10 and 15 with him and 12 and 10 without him. So they are actually better. But the guys in the locker room do like him, uh, Sam and Gabe. Obviously, Kobe White said that besides the narrative, he comes back. And the first thing he says to Kobe is, I'm trying to keep you in rhythm. I'm trying to keep you playing at the level you're playing at right now. And that speaks volumes about him as a player. But I want to talk about a, a young guy that I was watching the game uh, yesterday, and, and, he, and he really showed some promise, Sam, and that's Julian Phillips, a rookie, uh, second-round pick, came out of nowhere and, and had a pretty solid game, hit a big three-pointer down the stretch. Does this guy have a shot of becoming a, a mainstay in the, the Bulls' rotation? Well, that's a long way. That's a long way <laughs> off. You know, he's... He's, he's second round pick, and you know, yeah. so was Jokic, so so was Draymond <laughs> Green. So you know, the, a lot of guys have come out of the second round. So is uh, what's his name? Brunson was Brunson second. I think Brunson was a second yeah. round pick too. Yeah, you know, and uh, Io, you know, done really well. Yeah. So yeah, so that doesn't discriminate. Um, yeah, yeah, he 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 had a, he did some nice things, and and, and he had a, a very helpful game. Uh, the only reason he played was because Patrick Williams yeah. is out. I don't believe that the Bulls' plans are, you know, to move beyond Patrick Williams yet. Um, yeah. So, you know, once Patrick Williams comes back, he'll go back to the G League. Has that come play. back? When's he, so, when he's coming back yet? Yeah, you know, and he's 19. Is he 19, 20? So he's not, yeah. you know, so, and, and, and I, I don't want to diminish what he, what he did, but at the same time, I I don't want to you know suggest enhanced expectations. He you know he he's a tremendous athlete, um, but he's a kind of a reluctant offensive player, and nobody on the other team. It's not a very well coached. I heard you guys talking about it. It's a terribly coached team. You know, uh, it's got no offensive game plan. Guys, just isolation. They're worst in the league in assists. Nobody passes the ball. Everybody shoots when they feel like it's a real mess. Um, you know, so they didn't even know he was going to play. And all of a sudden, you know, I'm pretty sure there was no scouting report. So, you know, next time maybe there will be. And, you know, if he goes one way, they'll be waiting for him and all that stuff. But I, I, I think, you know, I think there's good potential. Second-round pick. 
athletic. Uh, he, he plays with some confidence. So, you know, I would say that he could be a nice reserve piece in the next couple of years. But yeah. um, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I, I would. I wouldn't say their power <laughs> forward opening is resolved quite yet. Yeah. Yeah. I would say. I mean, it was obviously good to see. You know, a lot of the young guys play. Right, Sam. I mean, because when you're thinking about the rotations for the Bulls over the last couple of years. They haven't necessarily had those guys in there, you know, at the same time getting opportunities. You know, so it is good to see that. I think when you're looking at this squad and you're seeing guys like Ayo, Kobe, you know, uh, for that matter, you know, obviously kind of coming into their own. So just for me personally, as a Bulls fan, it, it, it just it's good to see some new bodies in there, right, to see what they're capable of doing. Kobe's been impressive. And, and then, you know, Kobe, you know, listen, Kobe White, I think the, the best thing about Kobe White and what he's done is his confidence around the rim, yeah, and being able to take it. Like we know, Kobe can shoot. He shot in North Carolina. You know, he can make threes. He's put. He's had thirty point games before, and obviously, he's had some success. In, you know, a couple of weeks ago, with just having you know knocking things out. But but it's it's getting to the rim because then you become a threat. Right? He's so bigger now, than he now, looks. Now you're you're scoring on all three levels. You maybe not doing the mid range as much, but you know you're you you keep them fearful. And Kobe said it right. Where hey, I'm, I'm knocking down shots, and now I get the opportunity to drive to the rim. Mm. You know. When you look at Kobe and his aggressiveness around the rim, I get scared because I'm still think I still have like Derrick Rose syndrome, where I think if you go to the rim, something bad is going to happen to you, Sam. But Kobe is, <laughs> seems like he's fearless uh, when he's trying to get to the cup. Well, Derrick actually, uh, you know, didn't get to the rim when he tore his, <laughs> he tore his ACL. He pulled up and made a pass. So, you know, so I wouldn't actually go there. Um, no, he's made a fabulous jump. Very unexpected. Really, and in fact, you know, if any, forget if the Bulls saw it coming, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have, you know, went and made the priority of the offseason getting a point guard, Javon Carter. Carter, You know, and when he, when the season, you know, when training camp began, I was down there and you know with other media and we were talking and everybody sort of thought thought Javon Carter would start because Kobe never started last year. I think he started two games, you know, so. You know, one you got to have the opportunity. If you never, if you don't get the opportunity, and we've seen plenty of occasions where guys, you know, could have, would have, whatever, but they didn't. But to Kobe's credit, what, what, you know, and and that's was a surprise. Uh, you know, I, and to, to a lot of us, and I'm sure the Bulls too, is that you know he really developed an ability, like you said, you know, to penetrate, get in the paint, and then make decisions with it. You know, uh, pass the ball. You know, he's he's very unselfish. And, you know, he's made himself a, a legitimate NBA point guard. It's not, you know, it's not what we think of point guards years ago, you know, setting everybody up. But it's, the, you know, sort of the Damian Lillard, you know, model. You know, I mean, Steph Curry is really not a point guard per se. And he's looking for shots more than passing the other guys. You know, so, you know, Russell Westbrook, that, you know, that's the kind of thing that works in the NBA. So, you know, with... Lonzo Ball's injury, they both have replaced that finally. You know, they, they've been several years, and that, that's why they had focused on Lonzo Ball at the time. Yeah. Um, you know, but now, you know, I think, I think they, they fill that position. And, you know, he's, he's a keeper, but <clears throat> I understand what you say about young guys. But, you know, something I always remember Tex Winter saying is that, you know, and he was a college coach most of his life, but he said he always used to say, you win with men. And if you remember the championship teams, they won many young players on those teams. <laughs> yeah. It was a lot of veterans. So, you know, that's that's really been a feeling. It's nice to see some young players. And, 
you know, I know in September in baseball, everybody gets excited about, uh, you know, prospects. But then when the season starts, you, know, you better have some good veterans. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I wanted to ask you about this, Sam, because you're a guy that's been around the game for years. I loved your book, The Jordan Rules. Me and Gabe were talking about that in the open. And uh, I'm just watching some of these games and some of these numbers these guys are putting up. Luka hitting 70. Embiid hitting 70, Durant hitting 50 against the Bull. Like, all these guys just scoring points, and it seems like it's getting easier and easier to score, and for all intents and purposes, the travel now is three steps, used to be two. Uh, maybe you push the three-point line back? I don't know. But to you, do you think it's getting too difficult to play defense in this league? And if so, is there a fix for that? Well, yeah, no, I actually, I've, I've really, uh, frankly, <laughs> lost some interest in the NBA because of the way it's played. And yeah. like you say, I've been watching games for, you know, a long time. Yeah. Um, well, obviously the three point shot, you know, it's changed so much, but also, you know, the rulemaking in which, you know, the contact has been so extraordinarily limited mm-hmm. above the free throw line that, you know, guys play with impunity, and I, I don't know. I don't wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't, you know, mean to question, you know, anybody. And like a Steph Curry, you know, has revolutionized the game in a lot of respects. But you know, one of the reasons he was, you know, he wasn't wasn't a top five pick, say, when he was, you know, was that uh, coming out of that era, the notion was, well, he's six two, and you know, he's hundred eighty pounds. You can't play. You know, he's going to get beaten up badly he's not going to be able to survive um you know so the physical play has been taken out of the game uh and then you know it's given you know it's given shooters just what you know wide open shots and but the teams have contributed to this in a lot of respects and probably some of it is because you know of trying to avoid the foul but everybody pretty much plays the same offense a high screen roll and then everybody on the defensive end switches it, you know, and so they're basically playing zone defenses and zones are not aggressive defenses, you know, because you're like in football, you know, you're guarding areas as opposed to guarding an individual, you know, so there's, you know, so much less contact and, you know, guys get such open. They, they, their team, like, yeah, that's one of the reasons I think, you know, Caruso so popular yeah. and um, in demand actually, because, you know, he actually gets over screens. There's like four guys in the whole league who try to do that, um, and it, you know, and so, and so, you know, it's a rare. But like I say, the teams, the teams don't demand this, and part of it may be because, you know, they feel well, guys will fail out. You know, there are element when you get in the playoffs. You know, there's a little more. You know, there's a little more allowed. You know, and unfortunately, I think the NBA. You know, they like this, and you know, I don't want to be the then the grouchy get off my lawn guy, you know, but you know, there's a video game element to it. There's an NBA (laughs) recognizing who its market is, you know, it's market or young people. I'm not its market anymore. They don't care what I think, you know, and they, so they care what this generation that, you know, grew up this way, like scoring, like shooting, like dunking. Mm. Um, And so, you know, the game overall, I think is, you know, still incredibly popular uh, ratings and all the elements, new TV contracts coming up, which is going to be massive. 
I think gambling has had something to do with that. Yeah. But anyway, so, you know, I'm not one to su- to suggest that it, it, there's going to be any changes, but th- I wouldn't compare the 70 points that uh, Luca got maybe to the 69 Jordan got, mm-hmm. uh, you know, when I, I saw him do that against Cleveland. So, um, yeah, it's it's just everything evolves. Uh, all sports change, and it, this is just the evolution of the, of the NBA. And you know, if if you if you want it to change, if you think it's it's that's it's just not going to, uh, you know, because you know, like everything else in the world, you know, internet, social media, whatever, the end of newspapers, where where I once had a career. So it, it, it's just the way it is. So you know, you just have to factor that in as just part of the game. And, uh, you know, enjoy it for what it is, even if I don't quite enjoy it as much as I once did. Yeah, I can see it. It's fun to watch for some, but I could see some purists, uh, you know, kind of looking at it the other way. Sam, I appreciate you jumping on with us. As always, look forward to talking to you again soon. Yeah, appreciate it, Sam. All right. Have a good evening. Sam Smith. Follow him on Twitter at Sam Smith Hoops. Of course, you can read all this stuff at Bulls.com as well. Or you can just check out the Jordan Rules. Yeah, great That'd book. be a good one as well. All right, uh, on the other side, I uh, would like to discuss Bears again. Mm. Just feel like there's, you know, there's that number nine pick that's looming, Clay. Yep. And number one, we could we could argue to we're blue in the face, but yeah. we're not going to get a right answer on that. So it's probably better we discuss number nine and what yeah. the possibilities are there. Uh, we will discuss Bears draft picks and the potential of what that could look like after this. It's Gabe Ramirez and Clay Harbor on Chicago Sports Radio 670. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Score. I mean, when you look at the 
really where we started, and it's continuing to add playmakers that can take us to the next level. Um, I know self-reflecting for both of us, like there's places where I, I want to continue to be better adding to the roster. There's places where coaches, you know, want to do a better job finishing or putting our guys in a better situation to be successful. So it's really a holistic role looking at where we can close the gap on that. Let's get back to more Gabe Ramirez and Clay Harbor on Sports Radio 670 The Score and always live on the free Odyssey app. My guy, Posey. I love him. And Posey, I trust. I need the shirts. We need the shirts. 670 The Score t-shirts. Maybe I can get Mitch to give me some budget for that. 670 The Score t-shirts. Imposed we trust. But like, I'm not ready to wear that shirt yet. Yes, you are. You guys, Dude, are, don't pull up. Don't pull up the phone and do the TikTok thing where you take a video and go on a rant. I'm not. I'm just. <clears throat> I don't know where this is heading, but I, I like the the debate we're about to have. We're about to talk how about the Bears. How do you not Bears. trust in Ryan Poles? What do you how? What makes you think like Nah, not this guy. I don't know about this guy. Um, maybe Chase Claypool for uh, okay. the thirty second pick in the draft okay. wasn't a great. Well, first of signing. all, let's be very clear. If we're going to discuss it, let's discuss it. It wasn't the 32nd pick in the draft when the trade happened, to be very clear. But, yeah, maybe that's something you should be able to foresee if you're in that position. You see you're, you're trading away, okay. like, these pieces to your team. Do, do we get to have the same amount of time spent on all the right decisions that he made or just on the one or two wrong ones? No, I'm just saying, like, yeah, I, I trust him. I think he's doing a solid job so far. Signed your guy, he, Cole Komet, you love him. Okay, but I'm saying. Kind of uh, signed Jalen Johnson, for sure. Talked about it. He's not leaving the building. Said it. Okay. Tyreek Stevenson, stud. Kyler Gordon, stud. Jaquan Brisker, <laughs> stud. Montez Sweat trade, the right move. I mean, dude, I did not even spend two minutes on each one. I just spent two minutes on all the good ones. Yeah, but there's there's also give me more. Some misses trade with there. DJ trade with trade for DJ Moore and this year's number one pick in the draft. Yeah, the number one pick, man. He's putting him in, in a heck of a heck of a position. Poles, I think anybody would have I trust. Anybody would have pulled that off there, but I mean, as a record, but don't you think I that's mean, balancing at, the that balancing the scales in my favor? Yeah, I'm saying he's building my trust, but this isn't some guy right now that I'm saying, okay, we got the best G. I still think he's in like that mid-level tier of GMs in the NFL. He hasn't shown me yet that this guy is a guy that's going to get you deep in the playoffs. You know, maybe he's moved a couple of pieces. He's had some some solid draft picks. I, I think he's had some good ones. I don't think he's had great ones yet, but uh, I think that he's got potential. But he's got to keep stacking these wins before it's in polls we trust. Like this is a top ten GM in the league. I don't think he's there yet. Yeah, I think it's I think it's uh it's tough because he I feel like he has made a lot of right moves and I have no reason to think like I might not like his style, right? There's definitely different styles of you know GM positions. Yeah. But I like what he's doing. I like the fact that he's ballsy. Yeah. He's not afraid to make a trade, not afraid to make a move, not afraid to move down. I mean, Montez Sweat was a heck. I mean, that was a heck of a move to to make that trade. I mean, that's tough. And at that first, pick, what, I criticized him. What pick is that? Was it like 30? Alex Kuhn producing today. Can you find out what pick that is? Yeah. I think it, it's like, so it was, it's like 30, 41? And it obviously paid dividends. He came in, he balled out. He had he was obviously one of the only guys in NFL history. He was the only guy in NFL history to lead two teams in sacks. The Bears defense just improved so much after he became a part of that D line. You saw Gervin Dexter's 
production increased greatly. You saw Raheem Green get better. You saw all these guys, Walker, got better. So he was a multiplier, and that was a great job. But my problem was you're giving a second-round pick for a guy that's going to be a free agent. You're not making the playoffs this year. This guy is going to be on the market next year. You can pay him that and keep that second pick. But who knows if the you know the commanders would have tagged him. Or any other maybe. team would have well, paid him Well, yeah, but he got paid the third highest contract in the NFL. In my opinion, he wasn't a top three or four or five guy. So that was my thoughts at the time. You're paying this guy top five money. He's not a top five DN, but he did finish the year 10th in sacks which was very impressive, and he was 10th in quarterback hits. Yeah, he is. I mean, I mean, Montez Sweat was just a, a man amongst boys. I think also, you know, you get the opportunity to make him the fifth highest player or whatever it is before the market, right, opens up. For, yeah, before the so, market yeah, opens he, up. That, by the time the, 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 the free agency's over, he might be the eighth, you know what I'm saying, ninth highest paper. Yeah, side. definitely. I think those are just all, I think to me they're really strategic moves. I think the Bears have money to spend. I think they know, needed that position. Needed that badly. position instead of trying to see. Didn't want to risk being where they were. You already drafted, signed, you know, yeah. Dexter and Pickens, and they 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 haven't become you know showstoppers, so to speak. But Montez Sweat could be that dude. So I, I think that was the right move. I got to be honest, man. I, I'm I'm really impressed with what he's done. I think his I think he has a lot of poise. Yeah, because you have to make tough decisions. They're not easy to make, and to make them with such certainty. Yeah, really says a lot about Ryan Pulse. So I'm I'm here for it, man. And I'm so. Are you going to be disappointed in him if he? Uh, or are you going to count it as a as a knock if he picks Caleb Williams? No, I'm I'm going to give. I mean, if he picks Caleb Williams and Caleb Williams is successful, then I'm going to say, hey, he made the right move. I would love if he picks Caleb Williams. I'm a Caleb Williams fan. I'm pulling for Caleb Williams. I want Caleb Williams to be successful. I just think there's going to be a big discord there because obviously the, the city loves Justin Fields. He's had, he's shown that he has potential. Obviously he's been wildly inconsistent, but they've seen that this guy has shown flashes that he can get the job done. So because of that, it makes the whole Caleb Williams thing that much more difficult. If you pick Caleb Williams, Caleb Williams becomes a great quarterback. He throws 1500 yards at DJ Moore and Cole Komet. The bears make the playoffs. I go Ryan Poles is a genius. This guy needs to run for office, you know, because the you know, he's probably better than the two options we got right now. Probably. Uh, Montez Sweat was traded for the 40th pick in the draft. Yeah, that wasn't my problem. Still, 40 is a big pick, but yeah. my problem was the whole, I'm like thinking, I'm like, dude, this guy's going to be a free agent. He's going to be a free agent. Could have given him the money. This is a half a year. You're giving him, you're giving him a, rent, a half a year rental? You're giving this, this team a second-round pick, and then Chase Young comes out, and they obviously, Sweat has outperformed. But at the time, I'm thinking Chase Young, you get him for a late third-round pick. Uh, I mean, the 49ers third-round pick that's going to be, you know, basically a fourth-round pick, and we gave a high second-round pick for, for a guy that had less sacks than Chase Young at the time. But obviously, Chase Young had more injuries Chase Young hasn't been the player. He's done okay. He hasn't been Did the you player. See him That's yesterday? what it was. Yeah, it wasn't great, Oof. was it? Yeah. He had a rough game. Yeah, it wasn't great. I don't think that he'll be a member of the Bears, and a lot of people were talking about that. But one, you got Montez Sweat there, who I really think didn't like playing alongside him. When you watch the Bears game and some of the others before they moved on from those two guys, there was just no synergy there, right? Everything yeah. had for themselves. And I could see where maybe Montez Sweat's like, hey, bro, I'm here. I'm, I'm about the business. I'm about the team. I already win. And maybe Young was a little bit, you know, 
I don't know. I'm not saying I'm saying, but maybe he would say like he's a little bit more self-centered to worry about himself. Yeah. Well, listen to this stat, and this is why Montez Sweat, to me, is so good. Gervin Dexter had only three quarterback hits and nine pressures during the first nine games of the season. In the next eight, he had 20 pressures and nine quarterback hits through weeks 11 through 17. Okay, and his pressure percentage during that time when Sweat came was all the way up at 16.5%, the same amount as Chris Jones's for the season. So when Sweat got there, Gervin Dexter's play, your second-round pick just increased so much, and that's because you have to double-team Sweat. So now these guys on the inside are getting one-on-ones. And that's the thing. If you get another defensive end, and now you're going to be getting one-on-ones all around this front unless they're using chips, and that means you don't got as many guys out in the route, so I, I, that's why I'm like, okay, I see what Poles is doing. You bring in one more edge rusher. I actually like our interior line. I think we could still use some help there. But Justin Jones, I mean, 17 QB hits. He led the Bears, tied 11th among interior defenders in the league. I think he had a solid year, was a little underrated. But I, I, I do like, after Sweat got there, what this defensive line was doing. I think that I mean it's it's some, uh, an area to build on, right? I mean you got to get the, the middle short up, look nice. Justin Jones, Billings looking good. It got better, but they right. still have to improve. Of course, because you know what it is now they need they need depth now. Depth, right? To be able to withstand an injury, withstand yeah. those things, because that's what good teams are going to do. Where when you bring in a Dexter and Pickens, the, the expectation shouldn't be okay. Automatic starters, we need you to help us change this defense. It's like yeah, look who we just added to our defense. Yes, Dexter and Pickens. Now we're going to be nasty. And they're going to be second-year players. And you saw it, You saw the improvement. And just another quick stat for you. Obviously, you know, I love my good a good stat here and there. But the beginning of the season, the, the whole season, the Bears were 31st in sack rate. But weeks 10 through 17, they were 16th in sack percentage. Okay, so that improvement is good to be 16th during that. But you want to be top 10. Yeah. Okay, top 10 is where you want to be. 16 right in the middle, but you want to be top 10. Got to be. I mean, especially if you're trying to be a, a difference maker. Yeah. And that's what the Bears are trying to be. Uh, be a team that can, you know, make it to the Super Bowl, make it to the big game. At least be one of the, the, the teams that you're discussing as one that has a potential to get there. But but they can't make boneheaded plays on the way there, right? Got to be disciplined. Yeah. You can't do a Zay Flowers. Ooh. And that's actually what I want to talk to you about after the break, Yeah, Clay. I mean, obviously you played nine years in the league. You've, you know, had your, you've scored, you know what that feels like, you know, you know, just having those good moments. And I'm curious what your thoughts are on taunting and the penalties that are associated with them. Yeah. And and are they, are they going too hard on the player? So we'll, we'll get that answer from Clay Harbor on the other side. Make sure you're a part of it. It's Gabe Ramirez, nine year NFL vet Clay Harbor right here on Chicago sports radio. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 670 the score. Play action, loads it up. Wide open. He's got him. It's Flowers. Getting past Sneed. Down to the nine-yard line. And he's going to get called. 
for taunting. At the end of the play, Tawny off his number four. It'll be first and ten. Yeah, you saw it there at the end. Flowers was standing over the defender. Is called for taunting, so the 54-yard play gets reduced by 15. We're back with more Gabe Ramirez and Clay Harbor on Sports Radio 670, The Score, and the free Odyssey app. Shout-out to CBS for the call right there. Zay Flowers with the penalty. One of the biggest moments of this weekend's game. It is Gabe Ramirez, Clay Harbor, nine-year NFL vet, hanging out on 670, The Score. Don't forget, top of the hour. We get to talk to Caitlin Sharkey, my former co-host on Bears Unleashed. Did you know that, Clay? No, I've, I've went on uh, WGN, the GN show with Caitlin and uh, Jared Payton. Jared Payton. Yeah, and we had a great time, great talk there last year. And uh, she knows her stuff, man. She's good. Mm. She knows she knows her stuff. She talks Bears. I think she talks some Illini, some Northwestern. She does it all. And she keeps it real. Yeah. On top of the hour, we get a chance to talk to her. Make sure you hear yeah. that. But let's go back to the... To the play, Clay, I mean, obviously you played nine years in the league. Yeah. You see a play like that. I mean, we know the the surface-level answer. You can't do that. Not in a playoff game. You know what I'm saying? You're down points. Like, what are you doing? But take me to, like, more like the moment, right? I mean, obviously you played offense, a lot of catches, a lot of big, you know, first downs. Like, take me to the moment and maybe how – maybe you have a defense for something like that. Bro, if you get up and you're hyped – and you're like flexing or something. I'm cool with it. But when you st- when you he got his money's worth. When you push a guy's head down and you're just looking like there's no place for that in sports. And I call me old school, but have some sportsmanship, man. I know it's as adults and you know the younger guys today is like, oh, you should be able to taunt. Like, no, you're not pushing a guy's head down. Next thing you know, this next kid's doing this next thing. He, you know, the, the next guy's doing the next. Next thing you know, you're going to be fighting, and it's just a bad look. You flagged that every time. That was completely unnecessary. You pushed his head down. If there's a fan out there that thinks that was a bad call, then I don't know what to tell you because that taunt was he should have got a bigger penalty. You, you push the guy's head down. Somebody does that to me. Well, first of all, I got my hats off to, to Kansas City for not retaliating there because I mean that's some disrespectful oh, the next, stuff. The next, the next play got a got a little testy. Man, Zay Flowers got yeah, but Zay Flowers. I mean, you talk about some instant karma, and then he's reaching out over the goal line and gets that ball punched out. That's instant karma right there. So I mean, it, to me, just to answer the question, no, we don't need taunting. I know Joe Burrow's tweet let taunt let people taunt. No, Let have the kids sportsmanship. Play. Have say. sportsmanship. And what's the? Have you ever got a penalty for anything like that? No, I've gotten several penalties, penalties, but uh, I was never a taunt. I got don't a couple do late it. Hits. But but I oh late hits, late oh, hit, late okay, hits. Okay, okay. I'd block to the whistle, but I was a tryhard guy, Gabe. I was blocking to the whistle. I was one of those guys you didn't want to didn't want to play against because you knew I was going to be on that every that safety BS. hated you. Oh, they hated me. I'm cutting people. Oh I'm cut God. blocking. I'm going at your knees. Oh my God, bro. Yeah. Bro, yeah, you're such. You seem like such a nice guy. You don't come in here hard. If you if you blitz hard, or if you, I'm coming across formation and you're trying to spill me hard, I'm I'm chop blocking you. I'm not gonna stay up and and you know make that's contact, how guys know contact. that. So now they're not coming in as hard. Pause. But that's why you do that. It helps you in the long run. Yeah, yeah. I, I hear what you're. <laughs> I hear what you're saying. Hardest hit ever in your career. 
I would say the hardest hit, but I I remember my uh, like whether it's getting hit or like a part of a collision, hardest one. Well, this story is is worse. I was going against Mario Williams. I don't know if you remember him. He's a first round draft pick in like 2005, but number one overall, right? Number one overall, and he what he didn't have a great NFL career. But I'm a rookie, and you know when I in college, you know I set records as a receiver. I was a receiving tight end. I turned into a blocking guy in the NFL just because of versatility, and I I would hit people and. You got to do what you got to do to stay around if you're not the number one guy, right? Yeah, right. you have to adapt. So I'm pass blocking. Mario Williams is a rookie. This guy literally lifted me off my feet and carried me like, like a kid. <laughs> like, I got to find that clip somewhere. But Gabe just coughed because I told him the story. He couldn't believe it. But he literally really lifted can. me lifted me off my feet. And I remember in film room, my tight end coach just shaking his head. Didn't say a word to me. Just shakes his head. Rewinds it like Ford. I'm like, okay, bro, you could go to the next play. Just keep rewinding it, shaking his head. Like, give, me, give me a tip. Tell me what I did wrong instead of just rewinding it and shaking your head. Lower base, Clay. Yeah. <laughs> That's all but, it was. Yeah, lower base. Right. That's got to be, I mean, it's one thing to be, you know, a high level athlete like you were. Were. Yeah. Were. were. <laughs> and M. And to. Have someone hum- humble you and <laughs> yeah. pick you up off the ground, pick and it's not up. like you're 190, right, bro? You're not like bro. It's 250, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, but strong. Mario's six six three hundred, running yeah. four seven three, and, and the he- guy could tie. The, the problem was his arm length, man. This guy could tie his shoes standing up. Like he's tight, you don't have to bend down his arms so long at the ground, bro. So I'm trying to like grab him. His arms are on me, and I can't even touch him because his <laughs> arms are so long. Dude just picks me up like a kid. Man, yeah, you gotta send me that. You gotta. Yeah, gotta I'll find the find clip. The tweet. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make sure that that I delete all these cle- uh, clips somehow. I'm favorite a new software. Favorite highlight for you in the NFL. Favorite highlight. Uh, well, to be a part of was Miracle in the Meadowlands Part Two when Deshaun Jackson took back that kick I return. You telling me that. Okay. But there's this one Michael Vick play where he scrambled. He broke a ton of tackles against the 49ers. Threw me an easy touchdown in the end zone. I like that one, but my favorite actual highlight was a touchdown in the Jaguars in a game we lost, but it was just a cool play. I caught a touchdown, like did a somersault, spiked the ball, and flexed. So, like, overall, like, that was a pretty dope play. But it was go some of your highlights, bro. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're going to have to search for them pretty hard, but they're I'll out there. It. I'll find They're it, out man. there. You played nine years <laughs> in the league. You got some tape on you that I can go ahead and yeah. pick Yeah, go right. watch the tape. Just type in Clay Harbor touchdown. You'll find some touchdowns. Papa, I know how to Google. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got you. <laughs> I know, you know what I'm saying? Clay Harbor <laughs> football <laughs> highlights. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, we are going to talk about more football on the other side. But as we mentioned, Clay said, you know, he was on WGN uh, talking to Caitlin Sharkey and Jared Payton. I used to work with Caitlin Sharkey on Bears Unleashed on Fox 32, so excited to talk to her and really ask her what she thinks the direction. She's been following this team closely, mm. reporting on this team closely for some years now, and, and I'm, I'm curious if she's ready to move on from Justin Fields as well. Uh, Caitlin Sharkey from WGN joins us next. It's Gabe Ramirez it's Clay Harbor, nine-year NFL vet Clay Harbor. Go look at his highlights during the commercial break. <laughs> Don't. Right here on 670 The Score. <laughs> we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.